I love to run. I'm not a marathon runner by any stretch, I assure you. I'm more of a running from father time kind of athlete. You know, the type, you know, they, they get older and have to work harder and harder to stave off the inevitable. Yeah, I think we know where we're coming from with that one. So running for most of us is not a marathon and not in anything but the best conditions so as to not overheat or pass out. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. The 2007 Chicago Marathon was everything opposite to what I just said. It was a full 26.2 mile or 42.2 kilometer marathon. And it was on a day so oppressively and inescapably scorching that the event had to be halted. That never happens. But it did this day in weather history. It was October 7th, 2007. So we are already a couple of weeks into the fall season. On this podcast, I have had episodes featuring unusual snow events at this time of year. You remember the September 28th edition happened in 2019, that heavy snow in Alberta. And hey, mark this one down. Coming up October 13th is the burying of Fort Erie and Buffalo, New York back in 2006. But today we feature the LaSalle Bank Chicago Marathon that cut short for the first time in its history because of the hundreds of runners that suffered heat-related illnesses while pushing themselves beyond their limits across oven-hot streets. 35,000 runners had come from around the world. That's not even including the Americans that were there as well, so there was closer to 45,000 runners. They were competing in one of the preeminent marathon events. And I know many marathon runners myself, they are tough and they're very resilient people. They run in whatever weather conditions, even the most challenging, and yes, that includes hot, muggy days. But this day was just too much. The official suspension of all runners happened about three and a half hours after the start gun. It was 87 degrees Fahrenheit, or 30 degrees Celsius. Of course, then there was the issue where they literally ran out of available medical attendants and ambulances, so there was a call out to the suburbs for additional ambulances and crew to help with what was becoming a spiraling emergency. Here are some numbers. 45,000 registered runners. 25,000 finished the course. 315 runners were taken directly from the course by ambulance with heat-related conditions. Five stayed overnight that Sunday night in hospital in serious or critical condition. One man died. City and suburban ambulances took 146 people to hospital. Several others were taken to hospitals or medical aid stations along the route by private ambulances. It was a horror show. Runners were describing chaotic scenes of racers throwing up, passing out, or being carted away on stretchers in obvious distress. There was, of course, the obvious immediate fallout from runners who complained of not enough water and poor execution, but executive race director Kerry Pinkowski said that despite the heat, officials had never considered calling it off altogether because in his group's consideration, the number of people running was manageable and could be effectively cared for. Pinkowski went on to say that they did have a weather briefing stating that the day had every potential of reaching an October 7th record of 88 degrees or 31 Celsius. It was with this in mind that when the temps did push that threshold, race officials enacted a contingency plan about 11.30 that morning to end the race early. The runners who had not yet reached the halfway point were diverted back to the start. 
Those who had passed that marker were instructed by emergency crews on site, there was a lot of police and fire, to slow their pace and walk to the finish. Of course, there was going to be the few stubborn competitors that just had to keep pushing it along, but a lot of others just cashed it in and went home. Others caught rides, but the majority took the advice and direction and walked to the end safely. Sean Platt is a senior vice president of LaSalle Bank, and at that time was on the record for saying that the race organizers did in fact have the supplies covered. The inventory stated that each of the aid stations was apparently outfitted with 50,000 to 70,000 servings of water, 37,000 servings of Gatorade. Platt did say, however, that given the prep to stock the stations, he conceded that there might have been a distribution problem as runners created a bottleneck at the tables dispensing water and Gatorade with runners taking two or three cups at a time faster than the volunteers could fill the new ones. And what of that one person who died? His name was George Champas. He was the race's medical director. He fell under the weight of the conditions and was unresponsive. And that is what happened at the 30th annual Chicago Marathon on October 7th, 2007, this day in weather history. All right, how about we leave it here today? I'm going to not play the music. Just to let you know, tomorrow is October 8th, and on this day we experienced Hurricane Michael the first Category 5 hurricane to strike the contiguous United States since Andrew in 1992. It was on this day in weather history. I'll be there with you, your host, Chris May. Bye for now.